Welcome to the Essay for FAs Asset Allocator Podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors, including ETFs, asset allocation, and the economy. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today I wanted to propose Mexico country ETFs as potential investment opportunities to keep an eye on over the next year. I had been thinking about a podcast on Boris Johnson's proroguing of Parliament, but I decided to spare you, for now at least, further commentary on Brexit. I've been consistently negative on Brexit's effects on the British economy and stock market, and mind you, without taking any political positions, which I eschew. Maybe nationalistic reasons justify the economic hit. That's for Brits alone to decide. But economically, the move has already cost the British economy tens of billions of rapidly sinking pounds. But then I look at the map, and I mainly see problems of the sort and of the magnitude which undermine the confidence of investors. The trade war with China is taking ever more oxygen out of the global economy. Continental Europe is sliding into recession. Germany's economy is starting to shrink. France's has slowed down to a crawl, despite a slew of tax cuts. Italy is facing divisive and market-unfriendly new elections and has reached a 0% level of growth. The growth we are seeing in Europe is coming from smaller countries in the center. Where's a Hungary or Czech ETF when you need one? Taiwan and South Korea have some things going for them, but China and North Korea are ever poised to block their progress. India's got a great secular trend, but is weighed down by conflict over Kashmir currently. I could go on, but the theme everywhere is things falling apart. Of course, the U.S. economy has enjoyed the most consistent growth and exhibits the greatest strength among developed economies, yet is incredibly pricey. So the question I ask myself routinely is what does one do when it's time to load up again to deploy cash? The last time I asked this question, late last year, I recommended Brazil, and I'm pleased to see Brazil at the top of Seeking Alpha's country ETF list for one-year performance. But looking at the world today, I'm intrigued at the possibility that a Mexico ETF might offer. I actually bought the iShares Mexico ETF soon after the last U.S. election, and it did very well for the unusually short holding time I owned it. I felt then that the mutual interdependence of the U.S. and Mexico overshadowed the fears of border wall enmity, and an oversold bolsa and peso crash seemed to me to be buying opportunities, which they were. Three years later, I'm a little bit wiser as to just how nasty trade relations can become. And yet, it appears to me that Mexico is an impressive exception to what we're seeing between the U.S. and China, the U.S. and Europe, and other areas. In an overlooked irony... Two strong-willed leaders, Donald Trump and Mexico's populist president Andrés Manuel López Obrador, or AMLO, seem to be getting along. Despite coming from different sides of the political spectrum, and despite the ample and quite visible areas of potential disagreement, particularly as regards a border wall, what we're seeing between the U.S. and Mexico is an exceedingly rare example of cooperation. Mexico has been more effective in securing its interests with Washington than Canada has in their trilateral trade agreement. The two countries just resolved a trade spat involving the export of tomatoes to the U.S., and they similarly resolved a pipeline dispute in a deal Mexico's leader characterized as worth billions of dollars to his country. AMLO has deferred to his U.S. counterpart's policy on migrants. He has also characterized the border wall as a U.S. domestic issue when questioned on that hot-button topic by the Mexican press. 
In short, what I'm seeing with regard to Mexico is genuine cooperation with the Colossus on its northern border, precisely the sort of economic glue Adam Smith said would bring prosperity. Interestingly, a video that went viral four weeks ago showing American and Mexican children playing with each other across a border wall could perhaps be seen as a sign of this unusual comity in contemporary international relations. Now, strengthening the case for Mexico as an investment is a simple rotation-based argument. Mexico appears third from last in seeking Alpha's list of country ETFs over the past year, above Nigeria and Pakistan, so it could be time for an upward reversion. On a valuation basis, its Cape Schiller PE is 17, not cheap, but about half the nosebleed level of U.S. stocks. That's not bad, though. Countries with middling valuation levels often do very well, compared to cheap countries that tend to stay in the doghouse for years and years at a time. Russia springs to mind as a good example of that. Now, what could go wrong with this thesis? A thousand and one things, but primarily the U.S. presidential elections, which could conceivably inflame feelings of national pride as it did in 2016, and to the detriment of Mexico's market and currency. In fact, since history usually serves as a reliable guide, I think it's fair to expect a volatile series of dips in Mexican stocks over the next year. However, I think it could well be that the facts of U.S.-Mexican cooperation and common commercial interests and cultural ties will reassert themselves then as now, and could therefore provide something of a dip-buying opportunity. That said, if the unusual binational cooperation reaches a new peak, if, say, the two presidents conclude their next meeting with a deal for the U.S. to buy Baja, then it may be time to go all in. It'd probably cost a lot more than Greenland, and would probably never happen. But the point here is simply that peace and cooperation are good for business, and conflict, not so much. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast useful, consider passing it on to one other advisor. Also, feel free to contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests.